Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. I'm so glad you could join us today for the empty nest syndrome in recovery because after all, if you've tuned into this program, your life has gone through significant change in terms of how you invest your time, energy, and cultivate your meaningfulness without your children present. Most of you have been very involved in your children. Most of you have really enjoyed the process or at least felt very satisfied that you were doing the best that you possibly could do. The meaningfulness of being able to invest in the welfare of another person's progress cannot be compared to many other types of interventions in life. I mean, after all, making a human being physically and then grooming it until that human being is living on their own is incredibly significant. There is absolutely no way you can look at that task and decide that it's inferior to any other job on the planet. So the very nature that you have been involved with, the nature of creating a human being and growing that human being, that's an awe, a wow. And now chances are that particular task, at least as a mainstream task, has come to an end. And the emptiness inside your house, the emptiness inside your heart, the emptiness inside your time all coalesce in great contrast to how significant it has been for you to be in that meaningful and complicated and frustrating endeavor, an endeavor which sometimes you wish you could have escaped and did escape, an endeavor in which you kept counting the time until it was over because you were just exhausted or frustrated. And now that the time has come, you can count all the wonderful aspects of it and look at the challenges and the stress and the strain from a much more global or distant perspective as just being part of the growth process involved in your growth and their growth as well. So now that that task is no longer your primary task, but sideline here, rest assured in knowing that your child still needs you to be their parent. Oh, of course, they might need you financially to help support their lifestyle while they're at college. They might need you to go pick up something, deal with their medical insurance, take care of their new taxes, which they have to start paying, um, deal with their loans do the paperwork for scholarships, et cetera, et cetera. You might still help them move, change locations from here to there, be no more than just a taxi driver or the moving van. Those are significant moments because they are still signs that when that child needs, okay, when the child needs, the parent heeds. Let's go ahead and make a poem out of it. So when the child needs and the parent heeds, that's still going to be present in your life in a much more periodic basis. The other side of it is that they're going to be living a life where they're pretty consumed with their life. There are new challenges, new opportunities, new friends, a new identity. And you're going to become a thing of their past, someone they go back to. 
actually you will represent a family that is going to be kind of their regression point, not their progression point, where they go back to relax and release or where they go back to old arguments and conflicts with you or with siblings, where they revisit the past and they're so perplexed that they can't move forward in the present in that context. Well, of course, you can make sure that that doesn't become a point of controversy when they come to visit. But notice the words visit. They will be visiting as opposed to living. And even those children that return to live because they can't do it on their own, their living there is temporary. And now it's different when they come back as an adult. It's not the same. The meaningful relationship is more about getting them to be independent and now feeling the frustration of their failure than it is to be uh, independent as as a sign of success in our society, that is. Instead, when you have launched them in the return, you have already gone through the passage of time called the empty nest syndrome. Or if you've launched them and they don't return, you go through a prolonged sense of it being a part of your life. So in light of all that, what it is that you should need to do? Well, the first prime directive is to be meaningful in your life. Because that's what you're missing most of all is how meaningful it was to spend all that time, energy, and money involved in someone else's life. So to find something that is meaningful to you, something that helps change your planet, improve the condition of someone else's life, do something that's incredibly creative and broad spectrum. Or maybe it's meaningful to you just to do those close-to-home projects that have been deteriorating or have been begging for your attention. Maybe you now want to become the artist, the musician, the doctor, the educator, the author. And all of those endeavors are you being now able to use your time in a way that expresses you in all of those different channels and venues. But the primary component is that you find that it is meaningful so that deep inside your heart, deep inside your soul, and definitely during the dialogues of loneliness you go through in your head, you can say, yes, but this is also meaningful. Now, you must celebrate the fact that probably nothing is as meaningful as raising a child. Nothing is as successful as launching a child. Therefore, to be able to feel like it's going to be the same equation and it's going to feel the same spot, that's not realistic. So know that you're going to be creating other ways of being meaningful, but that you will reserve the recognition that there has been a sequence of change that makes you feel sad because it's a loss. You are going to mourn what was while you create what hasn't been created yet. You're going to pine for the type of connection you had in the past simultaneously while you're eagerly to engage in activities you've been putting off for at least 21 years. So these sorts of things simultaneously are felt inside of you. You are happy and at peace and at ease and maybe more relaxed and less stressed. And you feel lonely and you wonder and you worry what's happening, feeling left out, uninformed, maybe even forgotten. Forgotten by someone you will never forget, your son or your daughter. So now here you are in your space by yourself. 
and look at yourself in the mirror and look at yourself as you watch your hand and your movements and your activities of the day. And now, what would you do to improve you? Given that chances are you are now entering your older phases of life, that means maybe you've graduated your children at 40 or 50 or 60, that means that your body is probably in need of definite enhancement. Is it time to go down to a new gym, pick up a new sport, get yourself conditioned in a way you haven't been since you were in your 20s before kids, making your body ready and vigorous for elder years so that you can optimize the way you cross into the golden age? I say sarcastically the golden age. Because the truth is that a part of you will feel that the golden age was before your children or the golden age was during your children. And now you're really challenged to say, I need to create the golden age of the now when my children are no longer part of my life and so primary and so much requiring my attention. So now you have to put your body in a premium sort of position to feed it healthy, to vacation it healthy, to run it healthy, to exercise it healthy, to sleep and rest it healthily, to make it at peace. Healthy, healthy, healthy. And to optimize who your body is is a very meaningful task. For example, if you're healthy entering into your elder years, your children are going to have a lot easier time still interacting with you, still depending on you, and also still helping you. And secondly, if you enter into those elder years in top condition, just imagine how much easier those elder years will be for you in terms of mobility, independence, and illness. So take this as a time that tick, tick, ticks away and will never be recaptured again to optimize your body because your body is your future. Another thing to do, in addition to the meaningful task, the self-expression, and to optimize your body, is to reach out into community as much as you possibly can to either socialize or to do random acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness have a wonderful way of making you feel meaningful in the moment, spontaneously. And it helps you be able to refer back to what you did and how good it felt or to creatively think about what you're going to do next and therefore invest yourself in the contemplation of what the next meaningful act will be. And then after you've done it all, to know that you have almost uh, created an antidepressant in your brain because random acts of kindness discharge those types of activities through serotonin, dopamine, receptors, and the production of the chemicals so that you are very, very much able to feel elated, lifted up for a period of time because of the biochemical effect of random acts of kindness. Make it easy simple and doable. Now, the next thing that you possibly consider is that actually of creating the next business of your life. You know, this may be the time where you also go off to college or get into a different trade or expand the home business or to move to a different location so that you can have a type of company interchange that you weren't able to while your child was in a particular location or district and schooling in a certain way. Now, moving when your child is away means your child doesn't come back to the old home. But in a way, your child's never going to come back to the old home being the same person. 
And also now it's more important now that you're taking care of you and that your child sees that, not that you've abandoned your child, but that they see that you are taking care of you so that they can feel free to be excited about moving on with themselves. One of the serious things that is a drawback is when a child feels guilty about becoming independent and living their life afar. But on the flip side of it, it also is difficult if a child feels like the parent has abandoned them altogether and forgotten them entirely. There are those families that are so glad to launch the child, they launch their child very, very early. And that child does feel adrift, disconnected, and definitely independent, but sometimes independent prematurely. So you're still going to keep the tether with your child to whatever degree, whatever is optimal, but at the same time, you are creating your own boat trip. You are traveling your own life. And this self-centeredness that comes from that is such in contrast to the selflessness of parenting. So it is an odd sort of experience of if you're investing time and energy in what makes you happy or indulged or, or pleased, it feels a little bit off-center because it doesn't feel the same as what it's like when your life is invested in someone else to such a degree that you get accustomed to or even feel invigorated by the selflessness of raising a child. So this selflessness can be, of course, addressed by the random acts of kindness and the meaningful acts of helping others. But on the other hand, it is a time of self-focus. So as you focus on your body, now you focus perhaps on a career, you focus on your hobbies, you focus on your travel, you focus on other items of life that actually, come to think of it, before you had children, you weren't actually that focused on what it would be like to have a child. You were living a life. You were either earning money, struggling through school, dealing with relationships, focusing on how to work so that you could survive the work environment, creating your own businesses, enjoying playing and socializing. You were doing all of that before the child, and now it's time to create the all of that in your new version and form. Time to get out and figure out how to socialize. Time to get out and figure out how to work. Time to get out and figure out how to express yourself. Time to get out and take really supreme care of that physical body of yours. Time to get out and cry your eyes out ever so often because you just miss being the primary parent and you just miss your child. Yes, be in pain because you know what? That sign that you are in pain means you love them. Missing them means they mattered. Feeling the void means that they were once there, very big inside of you, and aren't they lucky? And aren't you also lucky that you had that type of connection that was so meaningful? And again, you're still going to be needed as a parent. In fact, most individuals love having their parents around well into their 50s, if at all possible. They enjoy the fact that they can connect to their parents in ways they couldn't when they were growing up. They can repair damages, emotional distress, conflicts, because now they can kind of appreciate their parents from afar and not just recapitulate all those different conflicts over and over again, like when they lived at home. So the opportunity you have to cultivate a brand new relationship with your child is still there. And you want to sit there and ponder on a daily basis, well, how do I cultivate a relationship today 
with this new growing person that's more independent from me than ever, how, what, what is this going to be? What's, what's this going to take? How, what form is this going to be? And don't forget you have a spouse or a father or a mother that is, is associated with your child. Don't forget that you have grandparents as well that might be going through some of that sense of distance. Don't forget the other people in your life that you can pine with or now it might be time to really enhance that relationship that was probably second to the welfare of your children. So now empty nest time, empty nesters. Go forth, be brave, be strong, cry when you need to, don't worry about it, nothing to be embarrassed about. Maybe you feel guilty about some of the things you did or did not do. So welcome to the life of a parent. And now it's time to create you. Recreate you. Create the you that was before being a parent and create the you now that never existed before. Because after all, you're older, you're wiser, you're probably poorer sending the child to college or whatnot. (laughs) But you also have the potential to be richer. Richer in so many ways as you create business, as you create a wonderful body, as you create opportunities where you're conscious of being more and more meaningful to the people around you whom you know and don't know. Connect, know that there's nothing wrong with your feelings, and at the same time, press forward. Do not sit still. Do not sleep too much. Do not avoid exercise. Do not become passive. Be as active as you possibly can so that your body and mind are able to function on wonderful endorphins, wonderful serotonin and dopamine, wonderful adrenaline, and also able to feel the peacefulness of a quiet, wonderful house that doesn't really have as much conflict. Well, at least in many cases. This is Dr. Carol Francis hoping that this kind of helps you propel yourself through this, oh, I don't know, frustrating kind of disorganizing time that faces every parent when they have successfully launched their child. Good day, empty nesters. I know how you feel. So many of us do. Contact me at drcarolfrancis.com or drcarolfrancistalkradio.com and leave your information as to exactly how you're surviving the empty nesting and moving forward to create a full nest yet again. Best of care. Bye-bye.